welcome to Eyes and Teeth, Legends of Laughter. In this edition, I talked to someone who had me and my family in stitches in the last Elf the Musical tour, Christmas 2021. Tam Ryan is a fantastic entertainer. We talk about his start in the business, inspired by his parents' show business life. We were nearly deprived of his talent and lost him to journalism, but the media's loss was show business's gain. And he is making his mark on contracts he chooses very carefully that are just right for him. With not only a superb singing vocal, but his natural comedy talent shine on stage from the moment he steps into the spotlight until curtain down. Today we talk about his work on the successful Elf musical, his pantomime work, his stage work within a comedy double act, and alongside the one and only David Hasselhoff. His collaboration with John Thompson sounds interesting and there's more to come so keep your ears pinned back for a future start of TV when we find out what Tam and friends have planned. Welcome to Eyes and Teeth Season 11 Edition 6 Tam Ryan. Good to see you again. Another fresh year, 2022. And I got to see you for the first time uh, at the end of 2021. Very excited. We'll talk about that. But you are, and I've been researching you. Don't know if you felt that, that bit of research uh -oh. in the last 24 oh, hours. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, right. a, I, haven't, I haven't been alerted by the authorities, but I'm, you've already got me on tender hooks here. So. Okay, yeah. There's a drone outside your house as we speak. But uh, you are a singer. <laughs> uh, you probably know all this. You're a singer, yes. comedy, comedy yes. vocalist, stage and screen actor, comedy actor pantomime favorite writer you can juggle perform stand-up comedy improvisation you've written a crime fiction book uh, i uh, hopefully we'll talk about that if it's finished you're a producer <laughs> radio host you have a ba honors degree in media studies but the spotlight is where your heart is is that right tam wow do you know you you should have been an agent steve you're better <laughs> than anyone who's ever represented me because uh, yeah i mean an easy way to sum up that would be jack of all but master of none no, no. Well, you can't say that last line, mate. I've seen you work, and, and you, you oh, mastered, okay. Well, the, the one I saw you do, you mastered that. Talk well, thank it. you, mate. That's that's very kind of you. Yes, but yeah, I suppose I've been all of those things at some point. So, I, you know, at least you don't get bored. You know, if you attack from uh, from all angles like a pincer movement, then uh, there's there's going to be eventually you're going to fall into something that you're quite good at. I think. Yeah, definitely. Now, I don't know if we've met before. Did we meet in 2007? I was working with your lovely wife. Louise, as she was your fiance, I think at the time. So that's right. Chrome appear. I'd done a summer season with the lovely Louise. Did you come and see that season, or were you? Yes, mate. Yes, I was you? in the audience several times. I was, right, I was in the audience be. several times, laughing at your performance in many ways. Oh, uh, it couldn't have been me. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, we we did kind of we did kind of meet tentatively for the first time there. I thought we did. Um, yeah, yeah, and it was, and obviously, I'm I'm, I'm married to Louise now, so. Um, so isn't that weird but yeah it's very strange because we've both kind of had i mean i often find the way with people you know people who are in the business we sort of cross paths but never really get to meet or see each other work so you know i've I'm, i've been aware of, of your work for, for years and years and but, but only actually seen you live in 2007 in which is crazy yeah. isn't it it is yeah. mad i'm trying to think was mm. that 15 years ago that's 15 years ago. It's crazy. It's 15 years ago. Yeah, yes, yeah, I've yeah, got an act now. I've got, got an act together now. So um, <laughs> I'm working on it. Uh, you, you, were Mate, you were very good. You were very good then. I do. Oh, I, I thank you. Smoke. You were excellent. It was a really good show, actually. It's good fun, wasn't it? Peter Piper. 
Peter Baker, Baker Peppers. Peter Piper, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we, we had a great time. Summer seasons is great. They're rare, but but they're great when you get them. And uh, really sure. good fun. I mean, in South Yorkshire, I don't know if they had summer seasons up there, but you were born in South Yorkshire. Where up yes. north uh, are places to be seen uh, like in the spotlight for you? Were there any venues that you were aiming for to get seen? I mean, it was a weird one. I mean, I kind of fell into the industry, really, uh, because um, so... It was, you know, I, I, I suppose it's, it was rare for me. I always fancied quite an academic career. And I don't know whether that was because my parents were um, were in the industry as well. And I kind of went the other way. You thought, oh, no, you know, I've grown up with all this showbiz nonsense. So I'm going to. And I always wanted to be a writer and journalist, which is why I went to university. So so actually, I, I kind of I didn't really pursue it uh, from an early age. Um, I kind of fell into it uh, more by accident than design. Uh, when when my my dad, God rest his soul, he's not here anymore, but was um, was actually performing some uh, a comedy show with with someone who I think you know called Naughty Nigel. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Oh, and yes. Uh, and Nigel d- couldn't do the summer season for, for for whatever reason, and he was left without kind of he was left without a stooge essentially. Uh, and I was sitting on a on a media course, all set to be you know one of the, <laughs> some kind of writer or you know, with, with lofty ambitions there, but, okay. uh, and, and it was kind of with, um, hesitation that I, that, that I sort of agreed to be the, uh, involved with the show to help him out as much as anything. And then, and it was from there, I got a taste for it. So it's, it's a long winded answer to a very straightforward question, but, yeah, uh, wow. I've seen Naughty Nigel recently, bless him. Yeah. It's, yes. It's, uh, yes. Small world, I saw him in, yes. I saw him in Wolverhampton. Yes. When he, he came at Christmas. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Mm. He, he, he came to my panto just before it all collapsed. So, uh, Maybe his fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you still hold him very accountable for that. <laughs> I do. I do blame him. He's the it. only one I knew that came to see it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you. Well, graduated. thinking about it, actually, he, he came to see our pantomime, and then the next day, two, two, two people were off with COVID. So, you know, Harvey well, has got a lot to answer for here. There you go. Yeah. Mm. I, I'll be on the blower to Santa, see if he can pass a message on. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Tam, you graduated in Sheffield at Hallam University and, and yes. then studied performing arts there at Bretton Hall. So that's, is, is this after, you, you know? Your... Yes, well, th- that, that's kind of interlinked to that. So I, I, was, all, I was all set to be, uh, to go into media and journalism, oh, right. which okay. for many, many things I'm glad that I didn't do now. There was an, a fairly insightful incident that happened with our family, which rerouted me. As, as we all kind of, it felt quite fatalistic, really, because... Um, Without going into too much detail, um, my my, uh, my cousin was doing rather well at the time. My cousin Zoe Bought. Okay. I don't know if you, if you knew that. but I, um, I, I didn't know that, but I was going to ask you, how do you know Jamie Clark? Now, I saw a picture of you and Jamie Clark okay. with uh, someone in the middle. I thought, how does Tam know Jamie? So Jamie's your cousin. Jamie's my cousin. Yes, yes Jamie's my Jamie. cousin. Yeah. Yes, of course. Who was who is, who is one time owner of the Puppet Hut. Of course, uh, so I'm going to be involved that, in the puppet hut. Yeah, of course, you're <laughs> going to be involved in that. And, and yeah. um, uh, by the way, uh, whilst we're on that, I'm aware that you are uh, taking your time to uh, on on World Puppetry Day as well. Yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday. So was it yesterday? It's puppet. It's puppetry okay. week. Oh, right. Sorry, I've totally, I've totally got that wrong, haven't I, Steve? Sorry, mate. Um, so yeah, sorry, I, I've gone off on a terrible tangent. I've forgotten my train of thought now. Oh yeah, I was going to do media studies. Yeah, I was also had to be a, a journalist. Something happened in the family where, um, where basically uh, the it was a, a Sunday rag got in touch with my family, said they were going to do an expose on on my uh, mum and dad's career in show business. Um, came along, did a beautiful interview, and when they when the actual 
uh, article came out, it was something a bit more, um, let's say, salacious. So they didn't do the right angle and oh. it caused a few ruptures in the family. Um, I, I won't go into huge detail, but they sort of pinned it and they were looking for different angles to sort of to get a Zoe sort of take on things. So, so, regardless, uh, I was sat, sat in a media degree and I suddenly had a bit of a crisis of conscience about it and saw the damage that it had done to the family and thought, I don't want to go down this route. Wow. Uh, and then, uh, so I rerouted my career away from writing and journalism. And then my, I helped the old man out uh, on that sort of summer season down the east coast of Yorkshire. And then I thought, I, could, I want to be a performer. And so that's kind of when I went to, off to Bretton Hall to do a, a diploma in performing arts. Oh, amazing. So it had a direct impact on your career change. See, it see, did. It's behind the scenes of the journalistic. Uh, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to defame all yeah. journalism, but obviously no. it was, that was a sort of tabloid kind of angle. On it. And, you know, it, it just, it was very, it was just playing with people's lives and it didn't really sit well with me. So, um, oh, bless you. so yes. Hey ho! Oh, wow. That's well, got you, deep early, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you went down a great road. You know, I'm glad you're on this road. Eyes and teeth. Do you remember your first contract or the first tour that you took on as a performer? Well, I did. I got um, from after that, that first. No, we never forget our first. I, I think, in my case, I should forget my first, or at least burn the VHS. <laughs> uh, and uh, funny enough, okay. it was for Dave for David Lee. Okay. Um, pantoni and when we were doing that it was the king lollipop show i was helping my old man with and i was i was an incarnation called crafty kev the cucumber kid <laughs> less said the better i think we were effectively a um a, a sort of uh knockabout chuckle brothers-esque kind of act okay <laughs> um, but david lee saw that production he knew my dad from previous collaboration and then offered me a panto in the summer at Bridlington Spa Theatre and I did Sunday nights there and I was dreadful I would <laughs> I would have to say but looking back but you know I was, was incredibly green yeah were you singing were you doing I, comedy sketches I, you know I played a sort of second comic in it I okay. was playing like a, a, a Captain Cod Butter I, th I believe in, in Dick Whittington okay. okay but at the time you know I only say I was dreadful looking back from what I know now you know I loved it at the time it was a great um it was a great introduction and I felt very lucky and, and humble, not only to be working for David, but also to be working with my old man, you know, who, who taught, who I learned a lot from in a very short space of time. Yeah. Uh, yes. And what did your dad do? Could you mind me asking? What, what, what no, did not at all. He, he was, um, yeah. I mean, my mum and dad were in the business. They did a lot of, uh, a lot of cruising. They did a sort of, um, uh, a patter act, I suppose, really, which, which had comedy and vocals okay. and, you know, but they, they nearly kind of, they did some really nice work, did some variety, uh, you know, stuff on, on, on the variety scene when it was really in its heyday. So, uh, and we're very close to getting a spot on, uh, I think they, they, they had a big break and they were stuck on a cruise ship in uh, Brazil, which sounds horrendous, doesn't it? But <laughs> at the time it was bad timing because uh, I think they were offered a TV contract on the, on some kind of Huey, was it Huey Green's Opportunity show? Opportunity Knox, something. Opportunity Knox, okay. yeah. And then it, it, it was just bad timing that never quite materialised. So, but yeah, the, the top and tail of it was they had a, a, a good old career in the, in the business. So yeah, perhaps so it was inevitable. Yeah, yeah. so you, you were watching, you know, your, your, your parents. I was watching. Yeah, I was watching. 
Oh yeah, I was I was literally the baby, up. the traveling baby, you know, the uh, the baby that traveled in circus and the carry cot in the, the dressing room. Yeah, know, I was that guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! I was. It's nice to sort of grow up, sort of learning all that, seeing all that, isn't it? I know John Clegg's oh, father it, was in it, and yeah, Lee Evans' father. I worked with his dad, Dave Evans, on the ships, and but they, sure. they they grew up and they turned out to be the great performers they are, you know. And so, it's, well, it's like you can't you can't get away from it, you know. And it, it's I think because at the time like I kind of alluded to earlier I was I, I kind of went the other way I thought you know because it was quite overwhelming I think uh yeah. it was like oh wow you know I've I, I, I this is not for me but really I, I suppose that was just me sort of suppressing it and uh, and when I eventually did become uh, going to performing I, I'd never looked back you know I've really enjoyed it oh conversational and and you ended up on the cruise ships yourself, didn't you? You went out there to do some. That's right. Lots of flyback work, lots of cruise work for um, for all the familiar brands. So, so yeah, things like that. Um, but it was weirdly from from that first summer season, uh, from that first summer panto that I did, I actually went off to Mablethorpe in Lincolnshire um, to do at the Dunes Theatre, where they were doing again similar to Crow, sort of mini Chroma. Really, they had a okay. a variety show over summer. Uh, and that I think was really where I, I sort of, I got a real taste, right? I think I was playing at it before and I thought, no, actually this is, this is probably what I want to do with my, with my career. So, yeah. so I think that was quite a, it was about 96, 97, something like that. Okay. Amazing. So were you verging towards the, the, the singing or the comedy? What, what, what did you want to do? Or did you mind doing amalgamation? I, do, do you know what? It? Yeah. Do you know what? I, I don't think I don't, I, I I don't think I knew. Um, uh, I just, uh, I just enjoyed being in front of audiences, and you know, I, I could sing. I was getting complimented for for my vocals, and so I, I really set off as a, as a vocalist. But then comedy crept in, and I just liked talking to people and entertaining people, and so then it, it sort of started to get towards comedy vocalist, and then I got the panto wings. You know, and then I became a, a sort of panto comedian. So, as I said, you know, I've, it's really I've never really honed in on one particular niche of the business. It's just um, I've been I've I've been all encompassing, I suppose. Yeah, um, I'm probably skipping a few years, but uh, as a Night Rider fan of the '80s, uh, you know where <laughs> this is going. I remember seeing yeah. more recently posters for uh, DJ Save My Life with David Hasselhoff. Now, I did not know until the research yesterday that you were in that show. I, I had no idea. Uh, so I've delved deeper and I've seen that you're playing alongside the Hoff. Um, yeah. one, of, one of your many musicals that you've been part of. So, so was this particular one really fun to do? It looked like fun. I've seen a few clips. It was fun. It, it, it was crazy, really. I mean, weirdly, that was the second time that I'd worked with Hasselhoff because they'd employed him as... Uh, uh, he, he, I, I was Smee to his hook okay. a year previously at Manchester. All oh, right, it was in that um, order. I thought it was the other way around. So it, it was, was in that first. order, yeah. Great. Yeah, okay. and it was actually John Conway who was behind um, last night a DJ phoned me up okay. and said, uh, "You've you've worked with Hasselhoff. Do you think he'd be right for this?" Uh, so that was that. So he kind of tapped into me about what he was like to work with, and nice. you know, I mean, David's incredible. Really, he's he's he's, yeah. he's an absolute. Um, you know, you, you meet people and it's almost a cliche as it's say, you'll never meet anyone quite like him. But that is true of, of, of Hoff. He's, um, yeah, I imagine. He's, he's, in, he's an incredible bloke, really. 
but yeah, so 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 it happened in that order, and then yeah, I did tour in, in that musical, which was so much fun. It's pro pro probably one of the most fun tours I've I've ever done, just because the thing about Mr. Conway is that he puts like-minded people together. I've always said that about uh, regardless of what the show is or yeah. how the show is, he, he knows gets the works. right. Yeah. He knows what works, and he gets the right blend of people who do it his way. And and that's what Hasselhoff used to say. He used to say, "There's only one way." It's the Khan way. <laughs> and that was his kind of, uh, that was one of his sticks. Um, I love that. That was good. And, yes. and you are great at your dialects, your accents and things. So, so did David Hasselhoff have to uh, take on our accent or did you have to go the American way with this show? Was it? Was it? Well, actually, I, I played, bizarrely, I was very surprised to get the role because I played a Spanish uh, barman. <laughs> okay. I mean, you, you look at these blue eyes and think, now, hang on. <laughs> Here's, here's a likely Spaniard, <laughs> my fair complexion. Uh, so yeah, I, I was um, I was very surprised. Though he was very, it was a bit Jose from. Uh, it was a bit um, man was Jose. I was Jose in the show. He was a bit Manuel from Faulty Towers, if, if the truth be known. You know, it, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a great deal part. of depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's always come on, please. You know, Bosch. He's, he's, he's like this. He's like that. You know, please, Mister 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 Bosch. And you know, it was that kind of. Um, caricature really as, as you can imagine it it wasn't shakespeare but, <laughs> but yeah it was a lot of fun you do birmingham bradford cockney durham english standard <laughs> geordie glasgow it's not easy to go for all of these so lancashire leeds liverpool uh, manchester manx northern working class uh, scottish south south that must be me uh sheffield <laughs> welsh southern <laughs> Yorkshire, general American, and New York City. So you, now, you, you, now you, you see, follow. you see, you say that I do all that. What you're doing yeah. is reading a CV, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm reading your CV. And everything everyone yeah. puts on their CV is utter fact, isn't it? Isn't it, world of showbiz? <laughs> all, all the accents. I will do them, and if I get the job in that movie, I will practice. For I will six learn months. them. I will learn it then. Until then, I don't you know it. Know it? Yeah. True story. So I did a self tape two weeks ago for. Um, and specifically, it was uh, it was a Middlesbrough accent. I've worked in Middlesbrough, as I'm sure many people have, and it is it's an amalgamation of so much. You know, it's sort of it's it, it's somewhere between obviously North Yorkshire and Geordie. But to actually home in on that, it's the same with Hull. Uh, anything down that East Coast, I really struggle with. So, not a chance am I going to get a call for that uh, for that oh. gig. But did you make it slightly <laughs> Sunderland or was it more Newcastle or in between? I, 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 yeah, well, oh, it's so, as I said, it, it's, it's so difficult. It's, it's yeah. a law to itself, but, you know, the, all the little um, intricacies. But I do find, uh, to be honest, I do find language very fascinating. So it's something that I'm interested in, you know. Yeah, it's great. And working with different people in pantomime as well. It's so nice to work with people you admire from your television years or whether it's someone who's on TV now or reality TV stars. Uh, we yeah. I've I done a couple of pantos with Dr. Carl Kennedy. Alan Fletcher was great. Yes, really yes. Nice. I've heard yeah. he's a lovely bloke. Yeah. Such a nice yeah. guy. Uh, Mark Spate, he was great. He was on TV when I was growing up, but he's sadly no longer Yeah. Uh, and Anne yeah. Whittacombe, Anne Whittacombe, of course. We get to work with so many different types of people as well. It's exciting, isn't it? To... It is exciting. I mean, whoever would have thought that. I mean, I grew up in Barnsley, you know. I mean, generally, <laughs> and not to defame Barnsley, by the way, but <laughs> it's a wonderful place. But, you know, to think that a son of Barnsley would eventually share the stage. Like, I mean, I've worked with Priscilla Presley, El you know. I Elvis's mean, wife, yes. Wow. Elvis's wife. I mean that if you'd have if you'd have found, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? That is absolutely ridiculous. If I go Lovely back to my fifteen-year-old self <laughs> and go, 
you know what? One day you're going to work with Elvis's missus. You'd be like, all right, mate. <laughs> Is that crazy? It must have been good. Great panto, though. Good fun. I heard she. Yeah, done really lots well. of fun. Yeah. yeah, lots of fun, mate. Lots of fun. Lovely lady. Yeah. Must have some great anecdotes, that lady. <laughs> you imagine? Yes, yes, incredibly. Yes, she does. And uh, and she did. And yeah, uh, some of them we can't get into. But uh, yeah, I mean, she was, she was called for the OJ Simpson trial. You know, she gave evidence to that. Because really? even going things like that. She was in the movie. In, in, in the, yeah, in the uh, Naked Gun franchise. So, and then all the Elvis tales. Yeah, which she obviously is quite guarded about uh for, for for understandable reasons but yeah. but I'll yeah fascinating book. life i read the read book, the book. But, I mean, read so, the book that's what she's saying <laughs> yeah. speaking about uh, anecdotes and things you must have got some from the Patton brothers i mean those guys have been <laughs> around and they've done everything variety wise the Patton brothers didn't they oh incredible absolutely yeah. a real treat to work with, with with the boys with jimmy and obviously jimmy's jimmy's gone now but but yeah. uh, but brian's still still going strong but um yeah, I mean, we ended up in a in a panto together, which um, we, we, in strange circumstances, really. Uh, but it was a joy to work with them, and just to see all those years of experience just shining through in the routines that they perform with such, you know, effortless brilliance and timing. It was, uh, yeah, it was a real treat. Actually, they're um, they're absolute masters of the art. Yeah, and I've done so much in their careers. Of course, obviously, you mentioned the Chuckle Brothers earlier, and that they were brothers of the Chuckle Brothers. It was four, sure. of them, weren't they? yeah, so, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the old school, but definitely sort of knew exactly what they were doing with, with those polished. Sketches. You know, a, a, yeah. that's what you just say. They're absolutely polished. You know, they just recite it. And my dad was of that ilk as well, so it's kind right. of it was nice to, you know, it, it just I kind of grew up with all that kind of very slick polished kind of know, knowing every bit of time in every single word in the sequence you know that's such devotion and dedication to to what they did um you get mm. to work with a lot of uh, reality tv stars as well and um what's, what's it like <laughs> i know ashley and pudsey was one of your cast members and what's it like yeah, with the dog? was the dog the same every day or did it stick with the, its lines the the dog the dog was um I mean, you shouldn't speak about Ashley like that. But, uh, <laughs> I thought so, I'd let you do it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. No, we don't. We don't mean that, Ashley. If you're going to listen to this, yeah. Do you know what? The dog was incredible, really. I mean, it, it really, it really was incredible. I mean, um, I mean, I can't, I can't do the same show every day. So, but, but, um, <laughs> but perhaps. But then again, I'm not a dog, Steve. So. <laughs> So uh, and but Ashley had a, a such great command over over him, and it was a, it was a really good show that Dick Whiskey's. And I think we were up for um, well, we did. We were, I know we were up for, for for some awards for that actual pantomime at Manchester Opera House. It was it was a standout one of the of the few that I did there. It was great. The dog was really good. The dog was limited because um, in, to 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 how to stage performance. I remember that. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fairness, yeah, the lines it delivered were a little ropey. In but, Spanish mainly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. I think, I think the terms yeah. of uh, the terms of the the contract meant that it could only have sort of fifteen minutes. Uh, uh, maybe it was a BGT thing. I don't know. Oh, or stage yeah. time, but, <laughs> yeah. That, that, <laughs> let's not get dogged, bogged down in the in the legalities. <laughs> no, uh, you just got back from walking your dog, didn't you? Were you doing tricks and things, or <laughs> yes, just, was mate. it just a walk? Was it was just? Mate, I was no. I uh, he did he did a really really nice poo at one stage i hope you're not eating if you listen to this but, uh, but i was uh, i picked that up which <laughs> was nice talk. to me 
Yeah, I've done my job, mate. That's that's the best thing he can do. <laughs> a really good poo. We're not expecting big things from him. No, just a little more teasers. Well, well, <laughs> well, things that fit in bags. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> You've done about five years in Manchester, didn't you? But now you moved down to Wolverhampton. And, yes. And, and that, that must be amazing. I did support Ken Dodd there once. The theatre, the Grand Theatre there is stunning. Do you, you love Wolverhampton? I know you loved Manchester. But things move yeah. on, don't they? And you're down at Wolvers. Things move on. Things move on. I did, you know, I saw myself at Manchester for... Um, I had five great years at Manchester, as you said. There was a slight issue with uh, with me and, and my employers there, not on okay. my part, uh, yeah. but um, but uh, but it meant that that sort of came to an end, which was unfortunate, and I was disappointed about that at the time. But yeah, things happen for a reason, don't they? You know, I mean, my, so I'm great friends with Steve Royal, and obviously he's been at Blackpool since I think right, 1953. Yes. I think so. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, 52, uh, I think it was. It was yeah. yeah, was it? Yeah, <laughs> so. So I was sort of seeing a, a similar kind of thing, hopefully, because I was, you know, you know, when you go well and you know, you think if, if, if you're a good fit to a certain venue. And I, yeah. I felt that at Manchester. So I was disappointed without dwelling on it. I was disappointed. He says without dwelling on it. It's the third time <laughs> I've said it, uh, that that affiliation ended. And one day I hope to return. But yeah, as you rightly point out, I went, I then went away and did Elf. So I, I went away from Panto for a while. Okay. And was, was, was lucky enough return this year to uh, all this year just gone to pantomime where I, as you right say i did wolves and i i had a lovely time i seriously did I had such a beautiful venue to play as you as you mentioned and yeah. uh, such a well-supported theater great fantastic are you back there this Brilliant year you're at wolverhampton this year i am i am uh it, it was sort of sorted out in january but i couldn't say until they launched recently about two weeks ago Okay. That they announced. So it was, yeah, I was very, very delighted. I mean, the weird thing is, Steve, I'm, I'm very sought after for two months out of the 12, <laughs> which uh, which is great for two months, isn't it? And they're not yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. so I, I did have a difficult choice to make between Elf or or um, going back to, to play Buddy oh, again okay. in Elf. Right. And unfortunately, obviously, but they were both happening at the same time. But Sure. You know, sometimes you've got to make these difficult choices. And, and I thought Wolverhampton was the right career move. And I had such a good time there. It was uh, when we when the deal was struck, it was a no brainer. Really. Oh, bless you. Um, so if you were in Manchester, if you don't mind me talking about that, Torval and mm. Dean were actually being introduced, weren't they? The actual Torval and Dean. But they were going to introduce the ice skating. Now, I, I, I've seen you perform, so I'm sure that you could put your hand at anything. And would you have taken on those skates for that production and maybe possibly in the future? Can you skate? No, I mean, what I, I, I do you know what I had to do and try. I'll give it a go, pal. Yeah, I'm sure I can skate, but only in a, in a Middlesbrough accent. Yeah. <laughs> skate uh, around it. Yeah. <laughs> skate around it, indeed. No, I mean, I had to actually put on rollerblades in, uh, for a skating sequence in, in Elf. So I actually told the producer that I could. So I have, again, I'm a prolific liar, as, as we're understanding <laughs> from this podcast, that I took that I could skate. And uh, then I learned to skate. I had a crash course. But that was rollerblading. Can be done, Which yeah. is different, I understand. It is, yeah. But, Still ankle-breaking. But, you know, you're brave to do it. Yeah. It's on the CV. Well, brave. Very brave, mate. The luck, the luck is, when you're playing Buddy, who's just generally a clown anyway and a buffoon, you don't really have to look polished at anything. So <laughs> if the audience... It's a great foil to hide behind. You must know he's a comic. Yeah. You know, when the audience are looking over, at you it's... and you go, 
Yeah. Oh, look at him pretending he can't skate. Like, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what I'm doing, audience. I, I do that with singing and acting as well. I play the full <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't sound yeah. right. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, UK Pantomime Association have nominated you for Best Comic Role. Uh, have you had a few nominations in the past? I mean, this is the, the pantomime uh, no, I could I could never afford the the, the bribery uh, before, <laughs> but obviously you know I've saved up a few quid and and they've got the brand envelope. No, none of that happened. No, I I, I have I've been in, involved in shows where that have been award nominated, but uh, no, I've never had a sort of personal accolade before. So so that I mean, look, it's it's all very nice, isn't it? It's all very nice, and and it helps the profile and, and negotiations yeah. and nice. recognition, and I of course, yeah. It's, it is. You're right. And it, and it is nice. And it's just nice for the whole um, art form, I think, as well. It keep, you know, it keeps Panto going, doesn't it? You know, it keeps Panto rejuvenated. And the fact that yes. these, you know, big respect to the uh, to the Pantomime Awards, because I was sort of there in Manchester when, when they were sort of being concepted. And they've grown and grown and have now, I think, are so recognised at an industry level. And everyone wins from that. You know, the performers, the organisers, the producers, you know, it just keeps it fresh it keeps it alive and it keeps it you know validated as well nice to have isn't it definitely so congratulations mm. mate on that thanks and, mate and yeah good, thank good luck with the future ones too that's brilliant yes well deserved yeah, no, good well good on you mate i had a i had such a good time as i said in wolverhampton it was a really good show i think it was potentially dare i say the one of the best pantos if not the best that i've ever been in not that that is the measure of all pantomimes but for me personally it was right. it just had every ingredient and the audience was so, so receptive to it. Yeah, I had so much fun there. And of course, as you know, when you're enjoying something so much, it, it isn't work, is it? It's, it becomes no, no, easy. No. And it's just enjoyable you know, to do, isn't it? Do you, do you have a hand uh, in the writing, Tam? Do you get to write? Now, listen, as luck may have it, as you will know here, um, I had a director, Will Brenton, who, who's directed me before at... Funnily enough, it, the, the show that Hasloff was in at Manchester, uh, Peter Pan. So I had a previous affiliation with him. And when he heard that I'd been cast in it, he said, I've written it kind of with you in mind. So there was a lot of synergy, yeah. you know, from the start. Yeah. And I think that, you know, and I'm the first to recognise that helps greatly because you don't want to be the person, the comic in, in, the, in the rehearsal room going, mm, not sure about that. Can I put this one in? You know, every two minutes. Yeah. which I kind of did anyway. But but um, <laughs> but what I'm saying, is, but I built up a good relationship with the scriptwriter and the, uh, the director, who was essentially the same person. And um, and so I always felt I could go to him and go, how's about this? How's about that? And yeah. I think when you've got that relationship with your director, then everyone wins again. You know, it helps helps a great deal. Eyes and uh, you've had mm. the experience of producing and I believe directing, producing, writing with John Thompson in the Easter Funnies. That sounds like a great thing yeah. to go out and do, like not at Christmas time. You go out and do it at Easter. And how was, yeah. how was that? That looked like you really got on well, you and John. Well, uh, well we're good friends, mate. Yeah, John's a great bloke. Um, yeah, I first met him when he came to see me in Stockport because he, he, he was living that way at the time. And I heard he was here. And he stayed behind at the end to compliment my performance. And I was quite kind of, re well, really taken back by that because I was a huge fan of his. So that's where it sort of started. And that was years and years ago. And then he was, uh, and then we kind of half stayed in touch. And then, yeah, after the, after a panto I did at Manchester, I went to him and said, John, I've had a night, I've had a crazy idea here. Should we, should we try and produce a show together? And he went, I'd love to. 
Uh, and I was quite surprised at the time that he said that. <laughs> so, so yeah, we did a sort of variety-esque loose narrative uh, with a loose sort of plot line, but it was, it was just comedy escapades really yeah that 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 john and i sort of put it was like little sketches put together in it to, to make a loose narrative <laughs> i think we weren't in charge of marketing by the way which was <laughs> everyone would be thankful for but yeah it was a, it was stressful i'm not gonna lie it made me remember that i'm a why i chose performing rather than producing there's a, just so much to see we went we both went in quite green but we had so much fun with it. And one day, to be honest, I mean, he's linked with a project I'm on with at the minute, funnily enough. But we we always kind of look back fondly and we had such good laughs putting it all together, as, despite him losing, us both losing a bit more hair over it than uh, than we should have done. You know, but we always recollect it uh, with smiles on our faces. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. They said that you, you have said it's like panto, but without the boring bits. So the silly costumes cameo uh, you know star cameos lots of laughs and and uh, slapstick comedy so there's quite a lot going on in that show but it, it just yeah what you wanted but you just wanted to bring the fun didn't you which is great we wanted to bring the fun and yeah. it was on the off on the you know i'd built a bit of a profile in manchester john was obviously very manchester so we thought we had the kind of the f not fan base but we thought we had you know numbers there you'd go oh they're in it we'll go and see it and yeah i think content wise it was uh I mean, it was nonsensical. I mean, I remember we. This, this, these were some of the decisions we made. We were trying to get a backdrop, and the only one available was an Austrian mountainscape for some reason. So, therefore, we rewrote the end of the second of the first half, and we ended going to Austria, and then, the <laughs> you know, with with no context. So it was not, it was not a even bit a yodel. Mad. No yodeling to end. Or yeah, I think someone put a yodel in, <laughs> or, or someone brought a horn on, or yeah, we we really. But you know, it was a bit Vic and Bob. It was a bit madcap. It was a bit nice. It, it, it was it was scripted nonsense with. Uh, but you know, I mean, that was Austria, the tone of the mind. feel of it. Yeah, and suddenly there was a big Austrian scene. Yeah, <laughs> and then actually, born from that was was a was a big knee slapping thing, oh, right. which we, we which we we resurrected from old musical, but which, which Steve Royal was involved in as well. But okay. I remember oh, rehearsing amazing. for that, and we were we were black and blue, mate. I, I used to clean our legs. <laughs> That's lovely. It's, it, it might be a nice idea to just buy a backdrop and then write a show around it, like you did. <laughs> We think that's the way to do it. That's yeah. what normal producers do, isn't it? Yes, that's what I've done in yeah. the past. We, we, <laughs> so, we've, got a, we've, got a, we've got a cheap knockoff Austrian setting. <laughs> suddenly, get what you're we, we can Sound we'll set it in Innsbruck. Yeah, we'll, we'll set it in Vienna. No problem. <laughs> oh, brilliant. A Vegas one you need next. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be good? Yeah. Uh, so you've played Smee, Wishy Washy, Buttons. Uh, these are all roles, really, that must have lined you up. To, to turn you into Buddy. Buddy, Elf the Musical. I mean, this is something you've played in arenas. You've toured uh, the UK. And it's just such an incredible thing. How did you get that part? Do you mind telling us how you got into... No, I don't Buddy? mind telling you at all. No, I uh, I, I think you're, you're probably right. It did set me on the path for it, obviously doing the the, uh, the comics in, 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 uh, in Panto. And I was actually working for Kudos down in Cardiff. And the producer came to see that show. And it just so happened that they wanted my performance in that show to be a bit more larry than i'd kind of usually than is my usual interpretation because okay. but it played into my hand i was dubious about it at the time uh but the producer came to see it and then said hang on a minute and then i got a phone call saying 
would you be interested in auditioning for, for Buddy? I, he, he's just bought the rights to do a version of Elf the Musical. He had ideas of his own. And I went, well, of, of course I'm, I'd be interested. Uh, and then it went from there, really, mate. I did two, three auditions, I think, got called back. And then I remember getting the news when I was actually on a flyback waiter. I turned, I, I'd arrived in Spain uh, at, uh, I think it was at Malaga. And I was waiting for my luggage to come on the carousel, but, you know, hoping that my luggage would return <laughs> on a two-night flyback for, for, uh, for Tui. And then I turned my phone on, and then I got the message from John saying, uh, uh, hope you've had a safe flight, buddy. And I went, okay. Uh, and I thought, should I read into that? Or no? And then uh, and there was a dot, dot, dot came up, and it said... Um, congratulations you've got the gig you've got the gig and i just remember making a huge noise which is not the thing to do at an airport <laughs> don't do that at an airport kids <laughs> can um, you re replicate I, that i think i you know i don't want to blow your earpieces out but i think right. i just read that and i just went <laughs> i just went <laughs> something like that and, that's funny you know, to see uh, as well they won't see this on the audio but that was funny no, to watch <laughs> no but it was almost like a madman you know and imagine like everyone else the, around you yeah it sounds well, like almost enough. there's a there's a bomb and i'm getting away yeah. i've just found correct. a bomb in the bag correct well the, well i'm not even making this up the people in front of me were waiting for the luggage everyone moved away from me <laughs> because they thought this is a nutter this is a terrorist <laughs> This is whatever this guy is. He's unpredictable. Let's give him some space. <laughs> That's why he got the and, uh, and <laughs> But perhaps so. So so yeah. So I often re remember that just getting getting the news that I that I'd uh, landed the role. That's, brilliant. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I saw Elf the Musical in Eastbourne last Christmas. It blew me and my family away. Now I just want to read a bit of the post I wrote on Facebook the day after. Our little Lola, Larissa and Nina loved the movie and absolutely adored Elf the Musical. It's heartwarming, magical and very funny. Tam Ryan is a very special talent in every way. He's a star, but should be a household name. I still believe that. Um, I love his charisma, comedy timing, singing vocals and pure showmanship throughout the show. You worked so hard on that show, Tam. Two hours you were on there. You were hardly off. No, that's right. Well, firstly, mate, thank you very much. And, you know, uh, without wanting to make it too sycophantic, that, uh, you know, those words do mean a lot from people who who, who have done as much as you have in a business. So I, I appreciate it at the time and, I, and I'll say it, it again now. So thank you, man. Yeah, it was, listen, I've had so much fun with, with Elf. I mean, I've done, that was the third sort of tour that we did of it. Um, and, you know, it's with a heavy heart that I'm not doing it this year, to be honest with you. But uh, it was just a difficult decision uh sometimes you've got to make difficult decisions and wolverhampton you know but but, but, but without being sidetracked there but yeah i had it was it's a crazy crazy ride with elf because as you say it's there's very very few productions where where one character dominates the stage time quite as much as as that i mean i can't think of another really mm. in, in an essentially what is an ensemble piece so mm. so so yeah it was i was absolutely I mean, tired out after after a, a performance, it's, and you know it's, it's quite it's, like panto, it's quite really demanding. Is, it is like panto, demanding two shows a day as well. So you, sure, you, it is a demanding schedule. Yeah, one's enough. Uh, it one's enough. <laughs> yeah, as well, yes, as a review might say. Uh, <laughs> 
but but vocally it was quite demanding as well you know so so there was no real respite you know you're, you're kind of your high energy in in all your delivery of every line it's got to be it's got to be maximum impact so there's no real respite throughout and then you think oh at least the song's coming up it isn't a ballad you know it's not something you can sit back and and uh, this might be played in a garden center you know it's, it's just kind of you've got a it's got some big notes in it and some big vocal moments in it so so yeah so it was high energy for two hours really it's, it's but brilliant brilliant thoroughly enjoyable i mean real so enjoyable it's amazing to sit uh, sit there and watch my daughter's a five-year-old and a 10-year-old just i watch their faces you know and something's funny or or there's a beautiful song on or or something magical happens something flies you know it and the reindeer come on you know every time i look towards the kids even my wife nina and and just enjoying my family, enjoying the show. It was, it was sure. so magical. Really, your, Good. your performance when you were on the whole time, it was just you couldn't take your eyes off you. You really bring the edge and energy. It's, it's fantastic what you do. Thank you, mate. Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I just found a real home for him. I mean, many people say it's not much of a, of a, you know, of a. Well, my wife would just certainly say that that I'm just a big kid in a in, in a man's body, you know. So. <laughs> maybe it was meant for me but but yeah he's just a joy to play because the such you can have such fun with him because everything is new to it to, to buddy you know i mean you you understand the character but if you're given that kind of scope just to go you know everything is amazing to him then it's yeah. just a funny premise to sort of to have fun with yeah you know and I mean, john was 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 very good with me as a director you know he gave me you know we very much collaborated on ideas with it on how to and again similar as i said with will at wolverhampton i think that's how you get the best out of your performance you know if you work as a you know, work together on it yeah yeah Amazing. sure it was great to see louise in the show as well and she's yeah, great she's at brilliant great accents absolutely well yeah she's brilliant i mean she hasn't done much to be honest steve she's criminally been underused because she be, you know how it is. She becomes a mum, and then that be all your energy goes into that. I'm off touring, or I'm out and about performing. Yeah. So in many ways, I was, I was, you know, more pleased for for her that she got the she got the chance. And in fairness, she only got the chance because of the pandemic. Because originally, when we were going to uh, to tour it in 2020, which of course was a big COVID year, we weren't sure whether uh, it was the tier system at the time whether it would run or not. But we. But the producer then phoned up and said, your wife, you know, it was keen to keep bubbles together. So oh, I see. Wow. Th that's really how the opportunity came from. I mean, I'm not saying she wouldn't have got there anyhow, but it gave her the springboard. And I think then John was like, why hasn't she been performing? Why haven't I seen her before? Because mm -hmm. she, she took a different path. She went to be a mum, you know. So, yeah. so yeah, it was really that, that that gave her the springboard. And then she, she, she impressed suitably in the show that never went on, but in a rehearsal period, we never got to play Elf in 2020. And then, you know, he was loyal and, and said, well, you know, Louise is, is going to be Debbie, obviously. And she was like, wow, okay. Oh, amazing. Oh, so good so there you go. I think we saw one of your kids in that show, didn't we? Did one of your kids make well, an appearance? Well? For, the same, for the same reason. The bubble was in there. And your postman. Your postman was there as well, I think. Your, and your and yeah, the postman was in it. Yeah, my second cousin and the dog were, were all in the show. Yeah, it was... Uh, like a like a like a watered down Osmond's show. No, it was uh, no. The kids were in it because with us both being in it, uh, yeah. we we thought probably probably better not to leave the the seven year old at home. Uh, there's a there's a film there somewhere. I don't. Yeah, that could be. 
So, uh, so yeah, Barney, I, I mean, Barney was, uh, and Ellie, they were both in it. Eloise was 10 and she played Bratty Kid, which again, not much of a departure from her <laughs> general character. And, uh, and Barney, who's takes off, who's really, I'd be surprised if he doesn't go into the business. He's a bit of the class clown. But ever since he's been in Elf, he's been a complete nightmare. Is he, is he? In, the, in the nicest sense. And so, yeah, you know, it's like backstage. So many people have said, oh, Barney, you're brilliant. You know, and he suddenly got a different walk. True story. A month after he finished Elf, we finished the tour. And, and he knows the show inside out. He knows everybody's line. And he does it all the time. And I asked him to do his homework one night. I said, Barney, you've got the spelling test tomorrow. Miss Watts is, is not going to be impressed if you get anything less than seven out of ten. Go and do your spellings. He turned around to me and went, I can't. I'm swamped. It's my busiest <laughs> time of the year. That's in right. full New York, and you know you're trying to you're kind of trying to discipline him, and you're like, oh, that's funny though. That's amazing. That's brilliant. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the, the signs are there. Early years, aren't they? Oh mate, yeah, yeah. We used um, funny in fairness. Uh, before we go, Tam, thank you so yeah. much for your time, mate. I really appreciate your time. I've been wanting to get oh, you on it, for so long, and you 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 go out and do a one man show now and again. You do a show at Vivo, and you've done this. I don't know if it's like a Jimmy Tarbuck, Des O'Connor thing where you work with Phil Jeffries. Is that right? You do a... I think it was a, uh, I, I, it was a, a one-off when I... Okay. Well, I'm saying it wasn't a one-off. It, well, that was a lie. That, but that well, you're going back a, few, a couple of years though, okay. where I worked at Viva with Phil and, uh, and Lee. So I, I had an affiliation with them. I'm still working, working uh, now and again. But yeah, I just had the first flyback yesterday because I thought oh, that oh, was really? kind of, you know, with, with Brexit and the pandemic being the ultimate tag team, I yeah. thought... Um, I thought those days were gone, but Turkey has come up, so I'm going over there. And one thing I will mention yeah. as well, I've just been, you know, we've got to thank the pandemic for, is that it gave, I know everyone, you know, trod their own path with it in terms of trying to find out for creativity, but it made me and a couple of people, a couple of friends of mine, do some writing. And we've, we've co-written a comedy drama, which is currently the subject of commissioning talks. So we're kind of that, that is our, um, that is the big, ticket at the moment so uh but we've signed a, a deal amazing. with a co-production agency Brilliant. and it's currently with a broadcaster at the minute so every time the, the email pings i get excited and then i read it's about funeral plans or, or something to make <laughs> your, your, your yeah. manhood bigger and it becomes disappointing <laughs> i hope that when you fly to this next flyback that just come in that you, yes. you get to the uh, carousel and you open your <laughs> phone and it says the BBC welcome you. And then you can just do that big scream again. It's Bye. one thing doing it in Malaga. It's a different thing oh, doing oh, it in Dalaman oh. in Turkey. The customs officers, they are less forgiving. They will shoot. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I think, I think they are armed. They yeah. are armed. Yeah, they are. They don't like thing. surprise. They don't like surprise. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Tam Ryan. Yeah, you're a superstar, mate. I really love seeing you work. I can't wait to see you again have to come to Wolverhampton now I'm sitting here waiting for um I know where I am this panto and I'm waiting for that to be announced over the next week or so so oh, it's exciting, it? exciting isn't it yeah to, to to announce it so it is exciting and, and it's eight um, months off <laughs> yeah but less exciting <laughs> yeah but you know things things happen mate the, the, the thing is which we should both be thankful which I know you are and I know and I certainly feel like this is that every day is a different day. You know, I mean, I go at the top of the podcast, you read out things that I was purporting to be. <laughs> so no job's the same. You know, I can be entertaining kids one night. I can be writing a, a comedy drama the next day. I can be comparing. I can be doing stand up, singing, you yeah. know, flying, amazing, you know, uh, annoying Turkish customs officials. <laughs> you know, we've got we've got 
the luxury of being able to to be who we want to to earn a living and i think there's a lot to be said for that mate so um big up show business it's great to be back isn't it mate it so, is it is mate it is thanks for being on eyes and teeth please give my love to your family lovey louise and your little ones and and i'll say hello to jamie clark your cousin I didn't know say hello to jamie clark I, I, you know i need to give him a ring actually i was on holiday with him in tenerife in february yeah, well, we had a good little break over there. Yeah, but I will. I'll mention I'll mention you, man. Yeah, he's and, a great and, guy. I love reciprocate Jamie. Reciprocate to, to to your to your clan as well, pal. To Nina and the troops. Thanks so much. And thanks for your time backstage, Christmas. It was really great to meet you. The kids love you, mate. It. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome, dude. Thank you, Tam Ryan, for being on Eyes and Teeth. Thanks, Steve. Eyes and Teeth. Many thanks to Tam Ryan for an honest and fun chat about his life on stage and screaming at airports. You can catch up with Tam on Facebook as Tam Ryan, Tam Ryan 28 on Instagram, and catch him in Pantomime World later in 2022. Today's quote comes from the elf himself, actor Will Ferrell. When I see a bruised apple at the grocery store, I hold it close and whisper, to you. And another one from Will, where there's a will there's a relative, eh? When you're stressed, you eat ice cream, cake, chocolate and sweets. Why? Because stressed, spelled backwards, is desserts. Mind blown. And another one from Will, because he's hilarious as well. Kind of funny how the colours red, white and blue represent freedom until they're flashing behind you. Eyes and Teeth is written, produced and hosted by Steve Hewlett, vocals by Lola Larissa and Nina Hewlett. Additional vocals by Rich T. The Eyes and Teeth music and jingles are produced and performed by Kevin Dean. Join me next time on Legends of Laughter when I talk to one of the comedy successes of the 1980s, Morris Grumbleweed.